0: See, all, man. This icon is racist. I've never, ever been a spy. Can the placed. BBS bank uh, loot? The problem is that pinky. I'll never subject myself to whiteness. Order. I'm listening. Okay. Can you have consistency, honorable yeah. chair? Corruption was an Olympic sport. They will always win gold. This is not Center a ship. At Arms, Can you please come Order. in? Order. Order.
1: Hello and welcome to the latest edition of Sunday Times Politics Weekly with me, Amil Amra. Thank you so much for tuning in and affording us a bit of your hard-earned data. It will not go to <laughs> waste, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> this week, I'm joined in studio by two of my colleagues, our go-to guy when it comes to all things DA, a peer de clerk and our star politics reporter, Corinta Hunter. How are you guys doing this week? All good? Uh. So
2: what's with the compliments?
1: I'm in a good mood this week. Guys. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so, this week we're talking about former President Jacob Zuma's son, Duduzane and his testimony, and I say that with like air quotes, at the state capture inquiry. Um, we're also talking about a surprise announcement by former DA national leader Helen Ziller um, that she has made herself available for the position of Federal Council Chairperson of the Blue Party. Um, we'll explore what this means for the DA should she get the post, and what it means for money as the party's leader. So let's get straight into it, guys. Um, let's start off with Helen Ziller. So if Ziller wins the position of Federal Council Chairperson, which is currently James Self's position, right, up so here, Yeah, yeah. Um, it would put her in charge of the DA's day-to-day affairs, sort of like, if I'm not mistaken here, like a Secretary General for the ANC, right?
0: Uh, yes. Something yes, similar.
1: Now, Times Live reported earlier this week that Zilla's unexpected announcement comes as the DA is embroiled in an ugly, in an ugly public splat, um, with top MPs taking party leader Musi Maimane to task after revelations over his rented um, Cape Town home and that he had been using a vehicle donated by um, former Stainhoff CEO Marcus Euster. Now, is there more to this whole move by Zilla than just the revelations against Maimane, appear?
0: Um, Look, uh, first of all, uh, it was a surprising move uh, that she made herself available. Mm. Um, Some would have expected her to endorse a candidate. Uh, You know, that's what former party leaders do anyway. Um, That she's running herself uh, is quite interesting. Mm. And it's also quite interesting that she will be, uh, for the third time... uh, uh, going head-to-head with uh, uh, the former mayor of Nelson Mandela Bay, Athol Trollip. Uh, Trollip. Mm. Um, when she won, uh, initially she was contesting against him. Mm. Um, she defeated Athol Trollip again uh, in a parliamentary election, even though it wasn't her who was running, but it was Lindy mm. Mazibuko. But we all knew and understood that it was her candidate. So it's going to be an interesting contest that uh, and it's going to be a, a test of uh, how much influence she, r- she still really have uh, within the so DA.
1: So break it down for us here. So it's it's she's running mostly against or her strongest competitor now is Athol Trollope. Is anybody <laughs> yes. else contending for the
0: position? There's uh, uh, Thomas Walters mm. and, and and Mike Waters. Now uh, Mike Waters has been uh, uh, the face of uh uh the resistance uh against Musi, or rather the face of the people who have been taking Musi to task especially on the two issues uh regarding uh, his rented home in cape town and uh, and that um, uh, toyota fortune mm. <laughs> uh, from uh, Steno. so it's not a surprise that my quarters would have uh, ended the race um, he's been in the, in that faction, so yeah, it's it's not, it's not a surprise so for him. J- just
1: to break it down a bit more, basically, if we look at the factions of the DA, Helen Zeller falls on whose side—Mosi's side or
0: his opposing? Side? Definitely uh, uh, the opposing side. Athol, we understand, is a Mosi guy, Um mm. uh, has been uh, ever since Mosi ascended to that position. Uh, they've they've had that that sort of a relationship uh, for quite a while, so yeah.
2: So people you remember um that that press conference where, where Helen Zilla decided to step down as party leader. Yes. And it was after the two thousand and fourteen drama with trying to get a black face of the party's presidential candidate, Mampela Rampelle. Mampella Rampelle. Yes. And at the time so during the Mampella rampella scandal, uh, Helen Zilla's kind of psyche or her or, or, or what prompted her to do that was that she needed to grow the party to so that it could, um, you know, reach out of its traditional stronghold and then it effectively attract the black voter.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And so that day when she resigned and endorsed Musi Maimani as as her successor, it was it was um, it was seen as okay. I'm done with active politics. I did my bit for the party. Mm-hmm. Now we need to get people who are going to. And at the time. Both Lindiwe Maziboku, Musi Maimani, um, even you could even say at the time she was fighting or the youth league Balintuli? Mm-hmm. Eh, they were all told by critics, some people in the media that that this is puppeteering, that mm-hmm. Helen Ziller is putting a black face because it suits her. Right. Mm-hmm. And Musi your and Dams, who was a staffer in the DA and then propelled up at the time, They took offense to it because they said that, um, you know, it takes away your agency and and people, the more people said you are a puppet, the more they desisted it, right? Mm -hmm. And now when I look five years later or more, and you see that, first of all, Helen is saying it was a mistake to have done that, meaning she she felt that she made these people, right? Mm -hmm. And now that she's sort of coming back into the party after being party leader and stepping down because she was done and you know she's done in public service as well for me that shows that it's 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 Helen Ziller taking her party back from the blacks
0: when we were working on that story uh, for Sunday uh, about the fact that Muslim must resign hmm. and not uh, avail himself again uh, for that position if the party goes to an early Congress a lot of People and and even readers reacted to say the whites are taking back their party. Um, so so, so I, I don't know if we would want to read that uh, together. But why would you Helen's be a party? Le- le- why
2: would you be a party leader? Be a whole premier? Now you have to step down constitutionally as premier, mm. and you gave up your position as because you're saying that's all I could have done for the party. That's what she said. That's, mm. what, that's all. So so your return to active politics must be only motivated by the fact that the people that are currently there are messing up.
0: That you think that those people are not capable. Exactly. But you must also remember the pressure that led to her resigning at the time. Um, It also had to do with Athol Trolip, realistically, because some of her former allies or her allies at the time felt that she needed to go. uh, And they brought... Athol Trollib to contest for the current position that he holds. Mm. Um, so for her, uh, it at the time, uh, she didn't uh, sort of uh, take it in. Uh, she, she felt that if you have Athol Trollib, a white man, you have James Self, uh, a white man, and now you will have her, a white woman. It then meant all everything that mm. the opponents of the DA are saying about it being a white party then actually they wouldn't have a leg to stand on to say no actually we are not a white party because the three most senior positions would have been uh, uh uh most senior most uh important would would be held uh, by mm. uh, uh white people basically um the trolley the position currently and uh, uh, it it's not that powerful but mm. it what position is that is the chairperson the position that he currently holds it doesn't have that much power um to to s- such an extent that some people are motivating for it to be um uh, removed uh, to, to to be made redundant uh, after um after this contest uh, which is uh, coming later sorry this month
1: mm. when is this vote going to take place Dur- during the federal
0: council uh, meeting
1: Okay. And and what would it mean, essentially, well, what would you predict would happen if Zillah had to get this position? What would it mean for Musi as leader of the party
0: then? So so a number of people who, who had been analysing uh, this uh, were saying that, look, uh, her coming back now, it's a, a, a s- sort of, will, she will keep Musi Maimane in check mm. for the remainder of the period up until the, the upcoming conference, mm-hmm. or rather, up until the next conference, so she would ensure that uh, she sort of prepares a ground for a candidate that mm-hmm. she would uh, uh, endorse or would prefer uh, over Musi. Their relationship was basically non- non-existent after uh, yeah after that fallout over uh, uh, the, the tweet. Mm-hmm. Um, you would hear. Uh, um, Musi in public, even saying what I spoke with her when she was premier. But when she's no longer premier, there's nothing uh, mm. basically to talk about. Mm. Uh, so, so it, it shows you that 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 relationship was 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 non-existent basically.
1: So we could liken it to sort of Ramaphosa as president of the ANC and having an ace in his top six it sort of thing.
0: Basically, yeah. um, it will be quite uh, uh, difficult because you must remember the 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 person that they. I'm sorry. The person that they are running to re, uh, to replace James Self. James Self. For a lot of people have, had been crediting him for being a level-headed person, mm. a person who who, who brings the respectability to that position, a person who who you wouldn't um, see in public spots. Mm. Um even when there is a crisis. Uh, how he used to comment. Uh, on the news of the day about infighting in the in, in the tea he, he was sort of uh, a mediator of some sort um so both athol and, and 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 helen Zill are quite strong characters uh it's going to be very interesting uh to see how they go about um, uh, when they take over or, or whoever whoever mm-hmm. take, takes over from there but um if athol takes over um this would be a, a boost to musimaimani mm. uh, and his control of the party uh, you know when when when, when he backs a candidate mm. uh, he, he, yeah he's, uh, he gets it done he, he gets things done
2: <laughs> but you see all of this internal shenanigans within the da can't be seen in isolation um the da from even before the elections has been in a quagmire um and speaks to the bad bad po- bad state of the opposition in South Africa. Um, You have hundreds and hundreds not hundreds, dozens of smaller, irrelevant authoritarian parties. You have the EFF, which is authoritative, and then you have the DA, which is in shambles. And this doesn't bode well for democracy. Mm, And if you look and if you look at the India, the India example, uh, as I was speaking to a journalist from from there recently, and she was saying that there's, there's a there's a there's a rise in fascism that in India and the you know sort of the erosion of democracy under the modi government there is largely attributed to the fact that the opposition which is the congress party uh which is what the anc was in a, uh, in in alliance with um is is like in shambles people don't care pe- you know that kind of thing it's all, all about positioning it. And so may sometimes we have to step out of the bubble uh, of, 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 of maybe thinking this is about Helen Ziller or this is about Atul Trollope or Musi Maimani, mm. but also thinking about, um, you know, the state of opposition, which <laughs> brings me to the Institute <laughs> for Race Relations <laughs> and the effort to save the opposition, because that is the biggest BS I've seen in my entire life. <laughs> 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 so I understand the concern that, yes, there's a problem the opposition in South Africa is in shambles and and this is not really this doesn't really matter on a parliamentary scale this matters in the sunduzi municipality this mm-hmm. matters in that's where it matters when the the opposition is in so much of crisis that that where where it ought to hit especially where it affects at the co face of people on on local government level on provincial government level i mean think about um Know, provincial governments, you haven't heard the DA make noise in the, in the different provinces as, as they used to and that's because of these kind of, 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 of internal dynamics but the IRR is, is, is being opportunistic the, um, are people smiling because those are his friends no look,
0: look um, I personally think uh, it is good for the DA to go through this phase uh, ANC has gone uh, through similar phases, mm. and it has proven that it can survive. The reasons behind their uh, the the their loss in in in, in votes mm. can be attributed to their infighting, which is the ANC. But it's mostly s- because of the, the the track record in government. Now, the DA, on the other hand, has not gone through such a phase. They, it's the first time that they've lost votes. It's the first time they see such uh, uh, contests uh, very far from uh, a Congress. When they held their Congress where Musi was not uh, contested, where James Self was not contested, it seemed as if all is well, mm. but not really. Uh, mm. Their biggest fights have got to do uh, with how they want the DA to, uh, which direction they want the, the DA to take.
2: The diversity clause.
0: The diversity clause, the issue of BE and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So these are, are, are fights that were there leading up to the Congress. But, you know, sometimes um, these contests are lost and won when there is a face. Uh, To contest, you see, so so, so when two people who claim to be representing either this side or the other side are actually in contest, you never saw uh, Mike Waters contesting uh, face to or or, or rather uh, head on with a Musimaimane and him championing uh, that the DA needs to go back to its classical liberal roots, Mm. or Maimane saying, uh, I am this uh, candidate and this is what I stand for. I want the diversity clause. This is what we stand for in the BE. So you didn't have a win or a lose. Mm. You, you, you you had positions uh, or, or a, a, a position uh, the party adopting based on the fact that the majority had supported moves.
1: Well, it's going to be an interesting, up but let's take a very quick break. When we get back, we're going to be talking about Tutu Zuma at State Capture Inquiry. Join us when we're back. <laughs> Racial identity politics, a phrase that has the potential to start an argument in just about any situation. That's why we're starting it first. Let's Start an Argument is a unique and insightful podcast series about the meaning of race to us today. Presented by researcher Cecilia Koch and doctor of philosophy Jason Werbeloff, the series aims to spark rational argument and meaningful discussion around this controversial topic. Fine, let's start an argument now on the Cliff Central app, cliffcentral.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Remember, if you want to advertise on this podcast, you can email smiths at That's S-M-I-T-H-S at tisoblacksta Cool. Well, let's get straight back into it now. Um, so, Zuma Jr. fielded questions on Monday on a range of allegations set out um, before the commission by people like former Deputy Finance Minister Sebisi Jonas, former Free State Economic Development MEC Nolisi Dekwana, um, and, and NN7's former editor Rajesh Sundaram, uh, Yo- K- former KZN Hawks boss Johan Boysen, and mm-hmm. former Cabinet Minister Nkwako Muslodi. So, there were a lot of allegations sort of leveled against him at the State Capture Inquiry uh, prior to his <coughs> appearance here this week. Um, now, much of his appearance on Monday related to Jonas's allegations. Now, Jonas said previously that he was taken from the Hyatt Hotel in Rosebank on December twenty-third, 2015, by Zuma to the nearby Gupta compound in Saxonwold. Now, the meeting was conducted, now this is what, according to what Jonas said, um, he said he didn't know where he was going when he got into the vehicle with Zuma, but the meeting was conducted under the impression that Jonas was meeting with Zuma and ANC member Fana Shlongwane to discuss rumors that Shlongwane was blackmailing Jonas. So why it's important is because it was at this meeting that Jonas was allegedly offered the job as finance minister plus a 600 million run bribe by the Gupta family in exchange for doing the family's bidding once he took office. Now I remember Duda Zane's rumor did concede that he arranged the meeting between Jonas and Shrongwane, who themselves are old friends, and drove Jonas to the Gupta compound. But he said that Jonas knew exactly where he was going. He also denied that any bribery took place at the meeting and that it only focused on the bribery rumor between Shrongwane and Jonas. Q, okay, what do you make of Duda Zane's explanation here?
2: It's bogus. <laughs> it is <laughs> yeah. bogus. You see what, what, what's happening now, Right. And this is the thing about the State Capture Commission is that it has given rogues time Mm. to come up with stories stories Mm. and also... To get the best legal defense in terms to in, in an effort to create an mm. argument that is sustained, yeah. because the reality of it is if it 's jonas 's word against three other people 's word, mm. and all three of them are saying, No, we never talk about this yeah. obviously it 's who whose' word against two now, exactly. and there was no one else in the meeting so that 's why it 's interesting to see what they 're admitting to and what they 're denying, because in the past that Oak Bay statement as you know, denied the entire mm. thing and and I remember um, writing the story. My co- uh, former colleague, uh, Tanu Kolojiga, uh, reminded us yesterday that, you know, when we w- when we wrote the story, when we broke when we the story in 2016, in March mm. 2016, yeah, three years, over three years ago, um, the ANC had said, uh, it's 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 gossip masquera- masquerading as as news, mm. and it's lies masquerading as news. Because at the time they went on the word of Dadasani and and the Gupta's and said, no, oh, no, there was no such thing. Mm. Now the, the 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 criticism that comes out or the defence almost that Dadasani would want to have is that oh why did uh, Why did a whole deputy Minister get into a car if he didn't know where he was going? Yeah. It happens all the time. You trust this guy, this guy is a comrade this you know the guy it's also the
1: president's son?
2: yeah, the president's <laughs> son you get into you know you you you're probably friendly with him, you know you know you probably know common people. you want to have a meeting and the thing is, Jonas is the type of person you know when he was deputy minister. Was was you know a, a maverick in the sense that he would meet people. He'd mm. go on his on his own. So that's an irrelevant discussion. The problem is, and you you I mean you saw the mm. size of Tuduzani's legal team. Damn, and yeah, the t- and you're the talking
1: about people like Pitlow, like Mike Helen. Mike guys Hellen's. don't come cheap.
2: And <laughs> it's about seven or eight of them.
1: There's about eight of them. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So so they realized. Okay. 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 What we need to do is we need to put a spanner in this bribery because that's going to send us to yeah. jail. Everything mm. else not going to send no one to jail. Yeah. Well, I mean, that that, that you took mm, that you took to, to, to Jonas to a meeting that you discussed. All of that is irrelevant. What is going to send those who are implicated to jail mm. if the we bar- have a functioning mm. criminal justice system, which we don't have. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is 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 the fact that um, that there was an exchange, there was a solicitation involved, and that's that really is the issue. And also, if you remember, when Jonas wanted to add that into his into his affidavit to the Hawks, he was prompted by corrupt individuals in the Hawks to to remove that mm. kind of sentiment because they know that that actually is a crime, and you yep. would have to arrest Udizani and. Um, the to brothers on that charge the thing
0: the thing oh, is okay. I, uh, if i remember correctly uh during his testimony um jonas. jonas it seemed as if the offer was made between him and the brother and and that probably some people would not have really had uh, the entire conversation wasn't it
2: yes but the problem is if you were the person that facilitated that meeting so if you faci- it's the same like if you facilitated the drug, you know, the exchange of drugs, you know, you can still be implicated in something. So you that's what sort
0: of I, I, I get that, and 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 it should be. Um, my my questioning is how how does he confidently deny the offer being made uh, when Jonas version when he came here, he explained it to mm. uh, to to the point where I think at some point he he even said. He is not sure that uh, the people at the background could hear. Could hear. Yeah, mm. yeah, So so on what grounds is he then going under? Well, he's say? he's essentially saying that
1: it never happened at all. So all yeah. they did was they went to the house. They were alone. It was Shlongwane, um, Jonas, and him, Zuma, who were present, who were sitting in the lounge. They had their meeting about these rumors. Um, Rajesh Gupta apparently popped his head through the door, like, listen, I need to ask you about some meeting about tomorrow, are you available? He sold that to Zuma and then he left. So what Jodhuzani is saying is that, what what are you talking about? Rajesh Gupta, one of the Gupta brothers, never spoke to Mzabizi Jonas at all. That's yeah. his defense. But this is the interesting part, and this is what Kwanita was saying as well. I was looking at the guy's demeanor, like he was so confident and cocksure, just like his father was when mm. he came here. And I think I would be the same, because if I knew that there was no concrete evidence against me, um, I mean, all the commission has on the is so far, and they haven't looked at the Gupta leaks. I mean, that's not part of their domain. They're looking at what has been presented to the commission mm-hmm. by witnesses so far. All they have is that he's facilitated meetings between state officials um, and politicians with the Gupta family, that he's taken them to the Gupta household um, for whatever reasons. Mm-hmm. Now, what it then becomes is it's a your word against my situation. Mm-hmm. And, and then what do you do? You're obviously going to be confident. At afterwards.
2: best, at best, the Zonda commission is going to say in its report that Desani played a, a middleman role. But middleman roles are not going to send you to jail. Yeah. So you are confident. And you know what we forget, really what we forget, is that this commission doesn't scare anyone. Because the people who were involved in state capture know how much they captured the criminal justice mm. system. They are walking around superbly confident. And, you know, to to, to take it, um, uh, you know, back a little bit, despite the fact that we had uh, so many people implicate former President Jacob Zuma, he's, I mean, they walking around saying, no, there, there was no, there was no corruption, mm. despite the fact that there was evidence under oath, that he would get money in bags once a month. Yeah.
1: Well uh, there's the other but there's the other argument here is that the Frida Dairy Farm yeah. and the Esteed project. I mean there was so much done in terms of investigating by the media who basically gave the hawks all the information mm-hmm. they needed and the investigators still couldn't put a case together that it was thrown out of uh, and thrown court. And that's a simple that is that is the simple simplest yeah. form
2: mm-hmm. of, of of um and, and, and also when it was thrown out of court, it wasn't. That wasn't even a prosecution. Yeah. That was a forfeiture application. And exactly. you know, forfeiture applications are like <laughs> the <laughs> easiest thing yeah. to do. You just need to show um, proceeds of of, of crime, That's and you're crime, good to
0: yeah.
2: go. So, the reality of it is, I mean, I don't know how you manage. I mean, I was covering the state capture commission just prior to you taking over in the initial mm. phase of it. And obviously, a lot of what has been reported is what we, I mean, what is what is coming before the commission is what you know we reported previously. But you almost, you almost at a point now. Where it's like this is, th- you tempted to say this is just I clowning. This is yeah. this is really because because the reality of it is, if you don't have if you don't have a a um a political uh, um, establishment that is committed to rooting this mm. out and you don't have a proper reform of the criminal justice yeah. system. And I sound like a broken, I mm. am a broken record when I say this. I say it over and over and over again because because the reality of it is that the State Capture Commission at best is going to be used as a political, that's the best, yeah. the best case scenario is that it's going to be used as a political football in the ANC where some people are going to be purged out as a result of mm. the outcomes of the State Capture Commission. Mm. That's the best case scenario. You know,
1: for me, I was, I was thinking about it this morning and for me, I think, In terms of information or new information that has come out of the State Capture Inquiry, 20% of what I've heard so far is is stuff that I've for the first time heard. But 80% of stuff is just a regurgitation of what we've already been reporting on for the Mm. past 10 years, almost 10 years. So, like, then you've got to ask yourself, why are we spending this sort of money on sort of getting some people to tell us what we already know, where this money could have been used to launch proper investigations into these people? Mm.
2: And you know the thing is, what, what, what really is, what really is um, and, and I suppose, a lo- I think a lot of people have been irked by, by Duduzani's demeanor. Mm. Um, and I mean, he's a, he's a cocky, arrogant guy. He had the same demeanor in his culpable yeah. homicide case, uh, which he again won because he has a very good legal team mm. and access to, to resources. The reality of it is, the people who were instrumental in capturing the state knew or put in mechanisms mm. in place for when they got caught. Yeah. So in so many of these of these instances, there is an alibi for almost everything. Mm. And
1: there's also no paper trails. Yeah. Th- nobody ever put their name down on a piece of paper and signed off on any documents. Yeah. Um, that's clear in the Frida um, thing where they got almost like political lackeys or lackeys in the department to sign off on things rather than the heads of the departments actually making any Big moves. So there's no paper trail. There's no evidence linking them there. Besides what we can now call just sort of hearsay or mm. um, first-hand testimony.
0: Yeah, and uh, it's it's scary uh, that uh, after so ma- so much resources, a lot of people seems like they're going to walk Uh It's 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 a. It, uh, Similar to what had happened to the Deal Commission. Mm. Or Similar Maricana. to the Marikana uh, Commission. Uh, it seems there is no appetite to go after mm. people who have done wrong. You, you, No one can give you a credible explanation why no one has been charged in Marikana. Yes. No one. Mm. Uh, absolutely no one. Uh, but we every, every time we say we remember uh, miners who were shot... Uh, dead on live TV, uh, mm. but that's 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 where it ends. Uh, I fear a similar situation. You know, I, I, have this, I have
1: this one. also have so little faith because if you look at people who come to the commission and give hard evidence, where um, somebody like Colonel Danajaya Naidu or Colonel Kobus um, Rolfsa from the Hawks, who've come here and said, "Look, these are the investigations we've done. Here is information we have. We've dug up all this dirt. Here is the paper trail. Here are the documents. Here is everything we have." We just need one, two, and three to prosecute. Um, And these investigations have been running, this is into Richard and Dooley and the Secret Mm. Service account, been running for like six years. But they can't get crime intelligence to declassify documents. So if something as simple as that can't have gone to successful prosecution, how are we going to manage these massive allegations of state capture? Mm.
2: And you know, the thing is, right, the 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 um, the excitement when Sarah came in is that there was going to be a reform of the criminal justice system. And they thought, Okay, let's just put someone terrible on the top. Uh, uh, and and then and then it is what it is. Mm. But but I mean,
0: really, That's we need I to, mean, we, yeah. need,
2: we need to be start we need to start asking these questions to be like, how is it that you're not charging people for even s- small things, mm. you know, that that there's so much of evidence? you know, if you talk about VBS, mm. if you talk about, I mean, those things, investigations have already been exactly. done. Um, and so the thing is, someone was cautioning me to say, as journalists, we have a bigger responsibility not to make the public uh, disillusioned in institutions like the State Capture Commission, because these play very important roles. And we're not taking away from mm. the work of the commission. They're obviously doing important work, and they're not wasting their time. They know it's Deputy Chief Justice, mm. but the reality of it is that, um you you you're telling people uh to be patient because the Zondo commission is going is going to solve the problem mm. but this, but i can tell you mm. you can tell me anyone can tell you that's t- it's gonna solve nothing what at the best case scenario is going to it's going to formally tell us yep. what's actually the problem exactly. like think about think about um the themahoro inquiry mm. right the Mokgoro inquiry into 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 the two uh, uh, top prosecutors, Nomkhoba Jiba and Lawrence Mkhoyebe, it was it was it was a rigorous process. The report came out. We reported on the report. It was you know fiery letters mm. by Ramaphosa to say you lied to me. Therefore, you are fired. Mm. Right. What is Jiba doing now? Taking the matter to court. Exactly. It's going to play out, mm. hoping the political wheel will turn may have some allies in Mm. parliament.
1: You understand? Exactly. And this is such a small commission that focused on two people. Now you've got a commission that's already had at least four, three, four hundred 400 witnesses that I've come across. So the magnitude of that is going to be on a whole different scale. Mm. And I feel personally that once this is done, it's going to exactly as you said, it's going to tell us what we already know and then it's going to be used as maybe a political um, sort of game changer to be like, look, now this report says you've done wrongdoing, so therefore I need to get rid of you. So maybe it's going to be used that way. We're just going to have to wait and see, I guess. But I
2: mean, the Marikana Commission was not even used that way. Too. You <laughs> can't even hold your place.
1: <laughs> uh, anyway, that's all we have time for this week. Thank you so much for joining us. And thank you guys for joining me in studio. Really appreciate it. We'll be back same time next week. Take care.